let your plans be dark and impenetrable as night. And when you move, fall like a thunderbolt. Sun Tzu. Welcome to the world of Vala, a homebrew actual play tabletop podcast. This episode of The World of Vala is brought to you in part by Arcana Vault Dice. Entertainment Stew's main dice provider, Arcana Vault, is a new online dice shop that boosts a community of tabletop gamers, collectors, hobbyists, and storytellers. World of Vala listeners have an amazing offer. You can get 10% off your order at arcanavault.com if you use the code ESTEW. E-S-T-E-W. Last time on The World of Vala, a battle is coming. With little choice, Ezra and her armies are ready to confront Rokander at his current base. They are willing to lay down their lives to stop the war before it truly begins. As Rokander shores up his generals and unleashes his horde, it is time for the assault on his kingdom. Episode 96 Assault on the Kingdom of God So today's episode is very important to us it is a unique battle episode it is it is our one of our first times using a new group battle mechanic so this episode is just going to focus on the battle we're going to open it up in a second with two different war rooms one from john and one from asia where they're going to explain their army's plans for the coming battle and then from there, once the two war rooms are complete, we're going to just jump right into the episode. Um, a few a few turns that you guys have to get used to. Um, commander, generals, and groups. The commander is whoever side on the army is leading the army. Once the commander is taking out, um, the entire army, the, the entire battle is over. Underneath the commander, the commander appoints generals. These are typically the other named NPCs. And those generals, um, they will have groups attached to them. So the groups are controlled by the generals. The generals, therefore the entire army, are controlled by the commanders. That way, that ensures that no um, named NPC is just left alone against an army because that kind of becomes impossible to live through. We've, we've tested it beforehand and it didn't work as well. So, without further ado, let's get into the war rooms. So, John, we're going to start with your war room first. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, So, I'm already in a pretty great position with my forces because I've got three generals already. Um, So, the way I'm going to be setting this up is I'm going to have Peter on the front lines um, because he's got the most destructive capabilities. So, he's going to be kind of off by himself. Um, using Monthopar and his Leviathan Bond, all of his massive abilities. Um, and then I'm going to keep Ace up on the balcony with me. Uh, so I'll be commanding the zombie forces, generally speaking, uh, putting them in their initial places. And then once the fighting pans out a little bit, I'm going to send Genevieve in, uh, and she'll be controlling um, half the zombie forces. And I've got... Um, kind of a, a special secret zombie that we haven't talked about too much, uh, Baldur. Uh, one of the gods from Under Three Gods Mountain is part of my forces, and he's not quite like the rest of the zombies. He's mostly zombified, but he still has some personality to him. 
Uh, so Baldur is going to be leading the other half of my forces uh, from the field. So basically the way it's going to start out, Peter, go to the front, use all your big attacks. I'm going to be generally commanding things. Once I see what shape the battle is taking, Baldur, take this half of the army, uh, lead them this way. Genevieve, take this half of the army, lead them this way, while I keep Ace up with me uh, to watch my back, and while both of us kind of quarterback the whole thing, giving orders to Genevieve and Baldur for them to disseminate in their forces. Okay, sounds like a plan. Okay, we just concluded John's war room, Asia. Hey, it's What's me, up? Asia. Um, I'm nervous about this battle. What's your plan, Stan? So, my plan is to use the constructs as, like, an arrow moving forward. They're big, they're formidable, and what we don't have in numbers, I'm hoping to make, um take advantage of their size and strength to kind of wheedle away at John's forces. While they will be pushing an arrow slowly towards the Capitol building, on two sides I have one, the Adair and the Adair commander lit, laying traps. Mm-hmm. And on another side, This explanation is all over the place. It's not. It's very clear. It is? Yeah. Okay. Like, you literally just only have Ezra's part left. And on the other side, while the arrow and is taking up most of the attention, and then they'd be, John's forces would be like, what do you call it? distracted with the traps and all that. Ezra is going to be taking her vampires and a faction of the Adair up the side around the buildings and everything to come sneak up on Rokander and try to catch him unawares, hopefully after all of his forces have moved out. You're trying to flank him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in addition, Ambrose and Catherine are going to be off of the battlefield dealing with... Um, any retreat that might need to happen. Okay. And Ares is going to be commanding the army, so Ezra can just go ahead and flank and not have to worry about all that. So Amber, so Ares is the commander of your army, so if Ares, Ares loses, if his health reaches zero, if he dies, it's over. Yeah. So who are your generals? My generals Other are... Other than Ezra. Are Melissa who's going to be in charge of my right flank of constructs. Avery, who's in charge of the pillar of constructs, the front pillar, and Valor, who's in charge of attracting attention to the left side with that line of constructs, and also kind of in a scouting position because of his aerial ability. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you don't have control over the Don, neither does Ares, but the Don is with another set of constructs. Uh, the constructs are the... Uh, Sorry, uh, the Adair. And hey, that's your battle plan. Deep dope. The turn order for this battle is Valor, Don Coppola, 
Rokander, Balder, Avery, Ezra, Melissa, Peter, Genevieve, Ares, and then Ace. Let's begin. Okay, it's Valor's turn. So Valor simply moves up 10 feet with his, with his constructs. Who's next? Coppola. Coppola. They move deeper into the forest. Uh, after Coppola is Rokander. So Rokander is going to walk towards the end of the balcony uh, overlooking the battle along with uh, Ace and Genevieve. And he's going to call out to Peter. This is your moment, Peter. Make waves. Uh, and then he's going to hold his uh, attack action in case anything gets right up in his face. Otherwise, that's it. Okay. Baldur's turn. Um, Baldur is pretty much just holding on to Rokander's original plan. So they're staying put and they're activating where... Like you might call it Overwatch, but that's mm. what they call it in XCOM. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, essentially, they're holding their attack actions uh, until something walks into their melee range, and the second that happens, they're just gonna launch at it. Okay. Whose turn is it? After that is Avery. Okay. The entire battlefield begins to shake as Avery moves forward ten feet with her constructs. Deep dope. After Avery is Ezra, Ezra is going to take her retinue. Is that a word we can use for that? Whatever. Um, and go deeper up the side. Okay. And I didn't mean through the like woods. I just meant like. That's sad, but that, no, that, that works. That works. That okay. works. Roll stealth. I got an 11. You got an 11? Okay, you're going to be operating. Wait. No, I didn't. I got a 14. Okay, you're going to be operating under a 14 stealth. Go ahead and write that down for the, until your next turn. After Ezra is Melissa. Okay, Melissa's turn. Melissa also moves 10 spaces, well, 10 feet with her army. So, thus continuing that same arrow formation with all the constructs. Whose turn is it next? Uh, Peter. Peter is next. Okay, Peter. So, So, you told Peter to let loose the water? Yeah, uh, make him swim. Okay. Uh, 
and then you feel a surge of Peter's magic, and then nothing happens. Boss, I, I don't know what's happening. They seem to have a feel blocking my magic. I, I'm going to have to get closer. Yeah, you got roll some for that. Embarrassing. Um, do I sense any magic blocking field? Um, roll an arcana. Uh, I got a nine for Arcana. No, you don't sense it. Um, uh, so, out real quick. Uh, that's my role to to go against. Um, Deception. Peter. Uh, do I add anything to that or? Um. No, that would just be a straight charisma roll. Just charisma? Do I add a charisma modifier then? Yeah, you can add your charisma modifier. Okay. Uh, that'd be eight. Okay. Um, you can tell that Peter is lying. To me. Yes. Peter, I command you. Unleash waves. Okay. Roll constitution. I don't like the sound of that. Uh, it's a 22. You feel what seems to be someone like placing a fog over you. Like mentally you feel like uh, a, a fog is being placed over me. But yeah. you see what you see is a wave of water crashing over the enemy side. Okay, so I see I see an actual wave crashing over, but I mm. feel someone placing a fog over me. Yeah. Uh, when that when the wave is done crashing over, how do the how do the buildings look? You what you see is that the buildings are destroyed. Destroyed. Mm -hmm. This this feels weird to me, um, knowing that there's a, a a fog casting over me. Can I do a quick like perception check? Because it's this seems almost like an illusion. Yeah, roll a perception. Nat twenty. Yeah, this is an illusion. Okay, so the what 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 do I now see? Do I see the actual? The truth, or am I just, I know it's an illusion? You see the truth. Okay, what what actually happened? So, what you see is... What seems to be um, Angelo scurrying away from the army that you put him in charge of. And he's like crawling over buildings trying to get to the uh, constructs straight ahead. You see him kind of skating over like a pool of water. It's very clearly not. Yeah. Peter. Um. 
here's what I'm going to do. Uh, and uh, I'm going to roll... I'm going to have to roll deception for this. Here's what I'm going to do when I see Angelo scurrying away. Um, I'm going to uh, shout after him. Um, I'm, trying, I'm trying to phrase this uh, real perfectly. Um, see, Rokander's very shocked, uh, but he, he's usually pretty quick on his feet. Uh, so he's going to shout as loud as he can, trying to make sure everyone here hears him. Um, <clears throat> Good, Angelo. Now that you're at her forces, tear them apart. And roll deception. I want to kind of make it sound like Angelo's on my side. Okay. Oh, that was... Oh! Um, that was only a five. So I'm going to have all the generals roll. Cool. Oh, Ezra Ezra thinks that Angela's out on their side. Oh my god, this is embarrassing. Jesus fucking Christ! Oh. Oh. What'd you get? I got a five. Okay. Melissa knows that Angela is, is on their side. Okay. Or at the very least, that I'm lying. Yeah, that you're lying. I, I'm adding just straight charisma to their roles. That's right. And she had a plus four, so she got a six. Oh my god. I was like, yeah, she, she, she beat me by one, because I have a plus three. Okay. Aries knows that you're lying. Okay. Avery knows that you're lying. Because I rolled a two, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I got a crit fail. Um, Valor knows that you're lying. It's like everyone except for Ezra. <laughs> Something's not right about this. Um, Ezra? <laughs> Don Coppola knows that you're lying. So everyone except <laughs> Ezra. Except Ezra. Uh, and then real quick, as the last uh, thing, because he's not even technically my turn, but uh, just in responding to this, um, I'm going to turn to Ace and Genevieve. Um... Genevieve, when you can, tear Angelo apart. Okay. It's Genevieve's turn. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot she was next in the initiative. Uh, yeah, so uh, Genevieve initially was going to stay back through Okander for the beginning of the fight. Um, I'm pissed. Because uh, Peter's probably dead. I liked Peter. Not like a lot, but I liked him. He was one of my generals. He's with me. Um... So, oh, real quick, uh, Ace and Genevieve were at the end of the balcony with me. Or, sorry, no. Uh, it was my initiative, so they couldn't just walk with me. So, uh, forget that. Um, what's Genevieve's move speed? Because I know she's the lightning dragon. She's pretty fast. Um, let's see. That's right, I got her character sheet. Um, okay, so 30. Um... So, yeah. But once she gets everything activated, she can move pretty fast. Okay. Uh, do you know if Genevieve can get to Peter or to Angela this turn? Um, and still be able to attack? No, she wouldn't be able to get to him. Okay. Um, how far can she get and still have an attack action? Well, actually, she can get to him if she activates. Um, her power, mm. and she'll still be able to attack. But then that would leave her 
in front of everyone. Like, that would leave her, like, over here without her army. Without her armies. Yeah, because I, I want her to... Mm, okay, because what's the what's her max move speed? So her max move speed, if you activate... So you can activate... Um, what's it called? The ability. One of her abilities yeah. as a bonus action that jumps up to... Uh, and it adds 100 feet. So okay. 130 feet. Because what I might have her do... Because uh, what's the distance? It's from here. So she can get to there. And then bounce back uh, 10, 20, 30. And have her army move up to meet her. Uh, so there would be a second opportunity when... Uh, Angelo, when she went away, but she could run up to him, retreat, and then have her forces come up to meet her. Right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so um, Genevieve is going to run up to Angelo. She's going to activate uh, her abilities. Let's see what it's called. Yeah. Uh, it is. So she'd have to activate. Because if she uses speed of lightning, uh -huh. it adds 100 to her moving speed. But if she moves all 100 feet, that's an entire action. But what she can do is do flow multiplier 10, mm -hmm. which adds 100 feet. Mm. But then now you run into her getting tired. True. Can I see lightning speed real quick? Yeah. So amazing, it just, she can move 100 feet, but it's an action to use it. Mm hmm Um, okay, well, how about this? Uh, what if she... Oh, no, because it wouldn't be 130 for movement speed. It would be 130. Okay. Yeah, that's so, written off. Okay, so I have a question then. If she uses 90 of these feet, and then 30 of her own feet... That is getting around the rules, yes. Because what she could do is just move forward 30 feet and then activate it. Yeah. And then just move 90 feet total for the rest of them. Um, okay, so uh, we don't need to get too rule specific for that, but I'll, I'll say into the mic. Um, she'll activate uh, speed, light, speed of lightning, and uh, she'll rush forward, attack him, back up 20 feet, and then have her army move forward its 30 feet and meet her. So 10, 20, 30, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, mm. then, and then attack, mm. then 10, 20. Then to there, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then she would have, because um, I think she was in charge of yellow. She wasn't charged yellow. Yeah, so then she would have, uh, so real quick, move her back 20. Because yellow can move 30 feet, right? Yep. Yeah, so then she would just have yellow surge forward um, and uh, be at her side. Actually, can they can they be on her, like, at her side and then just have uh, that last one stay behind her? Yeah. Cool. Um that way they can hold their actions and they can attack when something gets close. Um, okay, cool. So then I'll just sail that into the camera in a nice manner. 
Okay, so on Genevieve's turn, she's going to activate Speed of Lightning, and she is going to rush forward uh, off the balcony in front of our troops to catch up to Angelo, and she's going to attack him. Should have thought about this first. Uh, you, you, you know Genevieve more than me. What do you think that just a good attack for her would be? Something powerful, but not too, like, nothing to waste it on him. Um, her gauntlets. Her gauntlets? Okay. Um, so when Genevieve gets to Angelo, she's going to hit him with her gauntlets. Okay. Caught thunder and lightning. Each of them deal 1d12 of lightning damage. And then 1d6 then one d bludgeoning damage each. Nice. So let's see if they hit. That hits. So, okay, 12, 11, so that's, uh, how much, how much? 23. 23, plus 1, <laughs> 5. That's, uh, 29 damage. 29 points of damage. So, she rushes in, and like a blink of an eye just appears before Angelo and just kind of lobs both of her heavy fist at him, knocking the air out of him. Nice. Uh, so after that, uh, Genevieve is going to back up 20 feet and have the yellow zombies move forward 30 to meet her so that they're all on the same level. Okay. Ares is turn. Quick, also out of thing. Um, can Ezra see Angelo right now? No. Okay. Because I figured there's one person who might think Angelo's working for me. Seeing Genevieve run up and punch him might, uh... <laughs> okay, Ezra, I just didn't know if she could see him or not. So Ares, he... Everyone feels a rumbling. It's kind of a sharp, mountainous heel just kind of pushes off of the ground underneath him. Wow. And he's just standing on top of it. And... Ace is turned. Alright, uh, Ace is going to walk to the end of the balcony next to Rokander. Uh, and again, he is going to uh, hold his attack action in case something gets too close, and be ready... Uh, to throw a protective barrier around the both of us in case anything dramatic comes our way. Okay. Valor's turn. Valor once again moves the line up. Don Coppola's turn. And Don Coppola continues to move up his side of the battlefield. Rogander. Okay. Um, whew. Uh, so I don't have any big ranged attacks. Um, so there's not a whole lot I can do from here. Uh, surveying the battlefield. Uh, can I see um, the people coming up on the sides? 
Roll. Okay. Uh, it's a 19. Um, do I add perception to that? Or? Perception. Okay. So that'd be a uh, 24. Okay. You see Don Coppola and one of his groups of Adair. Okay. Um, and real quick, where was the giant hill that Ares unleashed? Right underneath Ares. Okay, cool. I, I just didn't know which one was Ares. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, so looking over the battlefield so far, we've got Angelo kind of in between my forces and uh, the other side. Because do I, I don't really know who's doing this. Um, it's just a bunch of constructs and a dare. Do I see any of the vampires? No. No, so I don't see any vampires. So it's just constructs. So this is, this is Kingdom of Earth, so naturally... For the moment, I'm going to assume this is Azel's army. Because yeah. uh, a bunch of Adair and a bunch of you know, Earth constructs show up when I take over her capital. Not a shock who's sending these guys. Um, okay. Uh, then uh, I do see Don Coppola. So what I'm going to do is I am going to have uh, Balder... Um, let me see. Uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave him where he is. Uh, if we can move him a little bit closer to his red zombies, though. Um, so that he's kind of a part of them. Um, then for the moment, uh, I'm just going to uh, wait and see how things pan out first. See how some of these zombies work. Okay. Then Baldur's turn was pretty much just moving closer to his red zombies. Yeah. Uh, does he have any big ranged attacks? Uh, no one's in range yet. Okay. I have a question. Is Because Baldur's really big. Is Baldur very, very strong? Yes. Uh, can he can he just pick something up that's near him and throw it towards Coppola? Can he throw that far? Sure, I'll roll for it. Okay, cool. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna have Balder uh, just pick up something big and heavy near him, um, and then just toss it towards Don Coppola. Okay. He has 26 strength. Yeah, Baldur's a beefy guy. So Baldur rips a piece of the building off in front of him. Nice. And then he chucks it at the place where they presume that... Because, yeah, on my turn, I'm going to point it out to him and call him and say, hey, aim this way. Okay. 18. He threw it. of having massive strength. Okay, it doesn't hit anybody. I can't possibly know that, so I'm going to commend Baldur for a job well done. Okay. Avery, sir. Okay, the cons Avery's constructs move up another ten feet. Okay. 
Avery puts a rune on the ground underneath her. Ezra, your turn. I will continue my slow descent into the city. Um, I have a question. Is stealth a whole turn, or can I be on stealth and dodge? So typically in, in, the, in 5e, the way it works is dodge and hide are both in action. Um, when I'm having you roll stealth, I'm having you roll stealth for your entire group. Ugh. Yeah, so roll stealth. I got a 19, 19. Okay. So you're going you're gonna to set off that 19? Yep. Pretty stealthy. Melissa. I have a question. Did we move? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you moved. Where were we before? This, but like two spaces down. Oh, okay. Okay. Melissa moves up to the front of her right flank that she's currently in charge of, seeing that Angelo's in trouble. She enough to summon it. It's a good thing it's not an attack. <laughs> she summons an ice pillar in the middle of the battlefield. Interesting. Um, so, I mean, they use something to re represent the ice pillar. Um, and they don't want you guys to laugh at it. That's the ice pillar. Um, for, for those that, like, well, everyone that's listening, um, I use uh, the token of Melissa to represent the ice pillar. It's just a giant pillar in between Genevieve and Angelo. And the pillar's about the size of Boulder. Oh, wow, massive. Who's standing at about 30 feet. Angela's turn. Angela's got a 10, 20, 30. He's way down there. Uh, Angela's now behind the line of constructs. And Angelo activates his trap. Which is a which is he attached bombs to the original body of Peter. So, um, Rokander, let's see if that hits. So, plus Arcana. Does a 14 hit? Me? Yeah. Okay. Does a 14 hit your zombies? Yeah, they have an AC5. Okay. So, it's taking this, these three rows of zombies. Mm. So, let's see. D6, D6. How many? Six, five. So that's gonna be zombies two, three, and four. Red two, three, and four. Five. Sorry. 
six, six, six. 21. 21. That's almost max damage. That's close. It's a bunch <laughs> of sixes. 21, all right. And now Peter's corpse has been destroyed. Not happy. Okay, Genevieve's turn. All right. Um, well, uh, Genevieve is going to order uh, the line of yellow zombies to. Uh, let me see. It's one, two, three. Okay, uh, most of them can go forward ignoring the ice pillar and go straight on to the line of orange constructs. Uh, so Genevieve is going to order uh, those uh, zombies in yellow uh, to march forward and uh, attack the orange constructs. Okay. So, now it's time. Can the ones over there do it as well? The, the five? One. Yeah. Okay, so, um, Asia, can you mark yeah. down orange one, two, three, and four? And then real quick, uh, the yellow one behind her is just going to move up next to her. Yep. Okay. So, now let's roll for damage. Well, we gotta roll to hit first. Mm. I can just do that. Yeah. So, yellow zombies, let's see. What's. It hits. It hits. Okay, so. They hit orange one. Yeah. So, I'm rolling for. Doesn't hit. Wait, does it add anything? Yeah, but it doesn't hit. Yeah, because real quick, what's the um, what's the strength they add to it? One. Okay, and what's the AC of the uh, constructs? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so it's uh, thirteen or less one hit. Okay, so and then the final set doesn't. Hit. So you have one hit. It yeah. hits the first one. Mm -hmm. So let's roll for damage for that. And that is... You said 400d6. Mm-hmm. Derek, how would you feel if I ended up splitting some of these groups into smaller groups? Um, we could... Do that, but you have to do that on roll for damage. On his turn, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously not like now, but um, just because there is kind of an inherent, it's it's worse to be in larger and larger groups. If you do split up, we're gonna have to like take a pause, like redo the math. Yeah, it, not a whole lot. It would just be kind of like okay, this yellow group just split in like half. Okay, so uh, 
was only uh, 14, 14. So 1,414 damage. Excelsior's turn me when individuals in the group die, the group attack goes down. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm just pulling my thing so I can calculate how much that's gonna change. Um Do I say it out loud or should I just show you? How many I have left? You can say that loud. Okay, so uh, that takes out the majority of my um, constructs on that first group. There are three left. Okay. Ooh, out of like the 20? Uh, they, they, they're grouped in 10. 10? Oh, okay. So that's not too bad. Okay, yeah. So luckily the zombies, they have 10 health each. So it's just for every 10 off the top. Okay. Um, and that is going to be it for... Um, can, we actually, can we just have the, the other two zombies start going around the pillar now as well? So the, the one on the left would have two more. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then uh, that's going to be it for Genevieve's turn. And again, she, she's not going to go forward just yet. Because she doesn't want to get too uh, kill happy, um, so she's just gonna go ahead and, and hold for attack action as well. Okay. Aries's turn. said it dealt 21 damage that just means it kills two zombies per group because mm-hmm. i'm an idiot so i'm, I'm not going to count damage i'm just going to count how many zombies there are uh, or no because i count damage but i'm just going to count how many zombies are dead okay it's not as complicated is going to move up 30 feet.
repairs in action. Okay. So he has a spell prime to go off if enemies get any closer. Ace's turn. Okay. Uh, what, what kind of long range attacks does Ace have? Um, Ace doesn't really have access to a lot of long range attacks because the way that the Void is taking over the world is stopping him from using a lot of his normal druid spells. Gotcha. Because uh, it seems like the big thing I have from him is going to be Katana of the Dawn Lion. Yeah. Um, which is 60 foot range. Um, so uh, for the most part, Ace isn't going to be doing a whole lot right now. Um, he's just going to be uh, holding his attack action and preparing to use a spirit field around me in case anything too dangerous happens. Okay. End your turn? Uh, yeah, that's all Ace is going to be doing. Okay. So now it's time to roll. Oh. When one shot. In the distance. Like right outside the outskirts of the city. Mm. Right over here. That's representing this thing. So, everyone currently on the battlefield feels an energy shape the world as what seems to be a castle appears on the outskirts of the city. Interesting. And what you see, Rokander, mm -hmm. well, actually, both the role lay perception. Uh, I got a 10. I, I don't see shit, apparently. What did I you just get? don't see shit. I got a 2. Okay, so you're so focused in sneaking that you just don't see it. So, um, you see that this looks to be from like. So you have enough to see it? Roll an insight to see if you recognize it. Uh, would I do insight or history? Uh, history. Okay. I don't think history is better for me. Um, insight would have been better. Ah, alright, uh, seven. Seven? You don't recognize what this is. Huh. You just know there's now a castle. Just a build castle? Yep. Okay.
animal hunter. Oh, that was you? That's me. <laughs> oh, I was like, huh, frogs. <laughs> okay. It's raining. So, um, three more people have entered the battlefield. Okay. Um, uh, and then you guys roll high enough for you guys to know who these people are. Fair enough. So, um, <laughs> who entered the battlefield? What? It's one person's turn. Uh, they're going to roll. Okay. Um, they pass their roll, and you hear like a gate opening up on the castle somewhere. Interesting. Real quick, so this person goes after Valor? After Ace. After Ace, okay. They, they just add to a turn order. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Are they all after Ace? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you see a gate open up on the castle as you see a horde of dragons streaming out. That doesn't seem great. Some fly out in other directions. Hmm. But about 25 dragons. Well, 26 dragons. There seems to be a, a much bigger one leaving them. Okay. Um, next person's turn. See, this is why I need the homunculus. <laughs> Wait. Homunculus? What homunculus? Can you guys see it? Oh! <laughs> Boulder! Oh! <laughs> what did you think I was talking about? I didn't know what it was. I no. just thought it was a big dude. The other person's turn goes. Oh, man. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> It, this really sucks that you guys rolled so low. Yeah. Um, we don't get to see I, any of the cool shit. I've been getting a lot of fives this game so far. I don't... I don't know. What's up? And now mm -hmm. it's the dragon's turn. Cool. Here, Jones. Uh, oh, no, I'm good with my dice. I want to give you options. I appreciate it. Um, okay. I really want to know what these dragons are going to do. I also would like to know what the dragons are gonna do. Dragon. Like transparent. Yeah, it was just for that white block went with it. Yeah. I really don't like how those dragons are like lining up in, in that army. That's impossible to see. The dragons are just swooping along the along the battlefield. Are they attacking anything? Not yet. So they're 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 swooping through 
the Adair and the Constructs, and not not going for nothing, huh? Yeah, not going for nothing. Cool. See, I feel like I feel like I know what they are going to go for. Valor's turn. Um, Valor's constructs move up. <laughs> okay. Um, John Coppola's turn. And then both sets of Adair, just that are traveling with Don Coppola, just start forming up in the ground. Rokander's turn. Okay. Uh, I still see those Adair, right? Coming up with Don Coppola? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to get ready to... Um, what your bowler's moves be those? Because if anyone could go off on their own and just... Quite <laughs> some Adair. I feel like it's Balder. Um, 30 feet. Uh, how far? Well, that's more than 30 feet. How far away is it? Oh, he can get to them. Because mm -hmm. he's Balder. He's big. Okay. Um, then, yeah, I'm going to have. I'm going to tell Balder um, go engage the Adair and bring Red 1 and Red 2 zombies with you. Okay. So, Baller's gonna go on the attack. It's gonna roll to hit the closest Adair group to him. Okay. Getting hits. So, let me do that math. I might not want him engaging the Adair after all. We'll see. And how much is that? 12, 21. 21. Oof. It does not kill a single Adair. Cool, 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 cool. Baldur, you're gonna wanna rethink that. <laughs> what? Do I need to keep track of their health? I can keep track of it. Does he have any movement left? Yeah, I'm gonna. Cool, let's. Uh, <laughs> Baldur's gonna back up a little bit after that. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to group up with the rest of the red zombies. Bam! Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't realize we were a dare, a dare. Okay. <laughs> because the dare are actually in a formation called complete defense, which makes their AC go up. 
Yeah, so after this, uh, he's going to let the zombies fight him, and he'll just throw stuff at him. Because <laughs> one, Adair, because they're the Adair Diamond Guard. They're their elite forces. Mm. 35 health for each one. Yeah, so he, he, he messed one of them up real bad. Yeah, he messed but, one uh, of them up real bad. There's about 20 of them, so... Okay. So Balder backs up again, and it's Avery's turn. Perfect. Sweet. Avery activates Doppelganger. Time to add that to the map. Uh, so real quick, Derek, while you're doing this, uh, what I'm probably gonna do is have the red zombies one and two near Boulder. I'm gonna have them split up. Um, but yellow are doing okay. Okay. So Avery creates two clones directly on each side of her. She's, um, she gives them orders as she prepares another rune underneath her. Wait, no. Sorry, that was already in action when she used Doppelganger. So she ends her turn. It's Avery 2's turn. Moves up behind. Yes. How's it? Continue. Moves up behind the line. Of the zombies presented. And. Although she does run into the range of yellow three. You're gonna. You can do the attack for it. Cool. I'll just roll that now then. Uh, So, 12. Doesn't hit. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of why I want to split up the zombies. God hand. Okay. D100. So 
So it just uses the god hand, just punch straight into the ground. So, they're able to activate it. God hand 40%. What do you need? Um, V10s. How many? Four. Twenty-one points of damage to everything. Okay, so yellows, everything but one, and the orange constructs. Mm -hmm. So subtract from the orange constructs. It's why all of my zombies so far have taken twenty-one damage. All oh, of them. Yeah. Which ones? Just that one, that one, and that one. And how many? About twenty-one. Got it. So, as that affects everyone around them, that ground directly around this clone is now destroyed. So, you're going to have disadvantage moving okay. on that ground. How's the ice pillar looking? That's what I was going to get to next. The ice pillar falls over. Ooh. Right on top of Genevieve. Falls over that way? Yep. It's not, a, not caving in where the ground gets lower? No. No. I, I was going to have Genevieve roll with dexterity. Okay. Uh, you can just roll that one for her. Pull the character sheet. Oof. What'd you get? A one. What you doing, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't matter where your dex is. I, uh... Oh. I'm sorry I laughed. I mean, it's a block of ice, so... It just kills her? No. Oh. No, yeah, I, I'm saying that it's like... Uh, we're, 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 we're slinging more, like, bigger things than a block of ice. Okay, because I didn't know if it was just sort of like, yeah, it's just like, it's it's heavy. It's <laughs> on her. So... Was that like 30 feet? Oof. No. <laughs> I'm guessing Avery did that to push the block of ice onto her. Mm -hmm. Okay. What? No, it, it was funny because John said what I was thinking. Was, um, 14. 14? Okay. Like, when you roll something, it's just like, I didn't want that roll to go that way. What the <laughs> fuck, Derek? Hey. Ezra, your turn. 
I don't know what the fuck is going on around me. All I know is that I'm doing me. Um, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah, we just keep going forward. <laughs> Nothing changes. Well, these, I'm me. These woods suck. <laughs> Roll a stealth. That is another 19. Okay. Melissa's turn. Okay. So Melissa moves her hand into the ground in front of her. Okay. And... Genevieve, and so does Rokander since you're looking that way, mm. you see what seems to be a copy of Melissa in the ice. Interesting. As she goes out to throw ice knives at Genevieve. No. Okay, does a... Does an 18 hit? No, actually. Sweet. Jamie's got pretty high armor class. So, what you guys see is just the ice just bouncing harmlessly off of Genevieve. God, Nyra meets it, beats it? How high is that? High on 18. Hey, Angela's turn. Oh, sorry. Angelo is just going to move towards that castle. Let's <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> it. This is Angelo's castle. Genevieve's turn. All right. Um, so this is a bit of a logistical question. Uh, if I wanted to split the troops, can Genevieve split the yellow troops? Or would I would Rokan have to, to give her that order? Yes, turn? Genevieve okay. can split the... Oh, she can split them? Okay. Um, so we're going to be splitting the troops kind of a lot, um, because I was being kind of pragmatic with, by how big their groups are, but it puts them at a very significant disadvantage, uh, by having 4,000 zombies roll one attack. Um, cause like, it, like if they all rolled individual attacks, about, uh, 2,700 would have, uh, hit beforehand, um, assuming a, a modest AC. So they're not going to split all that much. Um, so Genevieve is going to split the yellow troops, uh, and each group is going to split into three groups. Um, so most of them are 398, so I'm going to get based off that, and then the, the whole one's going to be the other one out. So that's, that's three. Mm. Three. 
Yeah, so it's going to make it... A, it's not too much different because they're all going to have the same initiative and they're mostly going to do the same things. Um, but it just makes the, the numbers a bit more favorable for them. Okay. And it gives us a bit more mobility with the attacking. So each of the new zombie groups has 132, <laughs> except for every third group, which is 134, because the number didn't split quite evenly into three. Um, and then the main, the first one, is okay. So uh, I'm gonna split the three. So it's and since and since the other two groups had to be created, you still can only move three of these groups this turn. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Sorry, five of these groups this turn. Yeah. Um, so real quick, there is three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Sixteen of them. Okay, so uh first group. Yeah, sorry, I didn't realize it was going to get so crazy, otherwise I would have just done this first. So I've got them, uh, for my sake, set up. Um, okay, uh, so then, uh, for ready to move some of these? Yeah. Okay, so uh, do we have a description of the zombies splitting up, or do we start with that? I'll start with that. Okay. Uh, so Genevieve is going to command the groups she had to split into further groups. Currently, they were all very mashed together, uh, so she's going to spread them out a little bit more around the battlefield. Uh, kind of encompassing uh, the orange constructs uh, and soon um, the, the other sides of the constructs as well. So we're going to have uh, a lot of the zombies on the left flank moving forward. So it's going to be um, that bottom left yellow moving up 10. And then, um, on the and then uh, zombies on the right flank are going to move forward as well. So we're just going to have those three move forward. Um, and then if we can have, uh, on the, the top left, that one, move down one as well. Um, and then, uh, the zombies are just going to unleash on the constructs and the ice wall. 
So all of the zombies in range of constructs are going to attack those constructs. And then the zombies that aren't, that are next to the ice wall. Are gonna, or actually, hang on. That's Avery, right? Yeah, right here. Okay. Um, so here's what we're going to do. I think it's ice the same there. So these two groups of zombies mm-hmm. are going to attack Avery. Um, all the, these two here are going to attack that orange construct. These two will attack that red construct. Um, this one and this one will attack the ice barrier. And then um, these two will attack that construct. Okay. So roll for attack for each of them? Okay. Uh, let me get my dice thing here. going to give you the d20s. So that's the first one going that way. Okay. Does that, does that work for you? Yeah. And which one is the, this first one? Uh, the first one is going to be the bottom left one. So that one right there. Yeah. So it's okay. going to be those first two dice are going for red construct. This one or? Uh, that one. That one. Okay. Yeah. So one hits. Mm-hmm. And what are these two going for? So the next two are going to be these two zombies going for that orange construct. Okay. So, uh, again, only one of those hits. Yeah, only one of those hits. Okay, then um, uh, the next, sorry, uh, yeah, those two go for that one. So the next two are going to be these two mm-hmm. going for Avery Clump. Yep. And okay. that's the 20. We hit. Um, I, it's kind of funny. Only it's like every other one is hitting. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the next two are going to be for uh, these two going for that construct. And they don't hit. Okay. And then the next two are going to be uh, these two going for the asshole. And they hit. Okay. So only this one. So this gets hits once. Mm-hmm. That gets hits. That gets hits. Get that, hit once. That get hits once. That's destroyed. The clone? Yeah. Okay. Like, no matter what you get, it's gonna get destroyed. Yeah. Um, ice wall destroyed. And I think we... Do we hit with both or with one of those constructs? I don't think you hit any of these constructs. They'd be... Uh, no, yeah, those, those missed. Yeah. So these two constructs are safe. These two got hit. Okay, so I need to roll uh, the damage for that. Yeah. So red, two and three. Got hit. Okay. Uh, and those are both just groups of 133. 
Okay, uh, so the damage for that is 470. Uh, and that's... Um, or because it was, it was two different attacks. Do you want me to just roll the damage twice? Yeah. Okay, so the first one for red... Two. Two was 470. Uh, and then the second one for uh, orange one is uh, 456. Oh, sorry. He's, he he meant that he was attacking orange, not red. So it's this one. So none of the red ones, or one orange, one red. Well, one, one, one red. red. It's that red. So that so that was the red that you originally attacked, and then you attacked the orange. Yeah. Okay. So it was red three, orange one. Sorry about that. Yeah. One construct left. Uh, and the uh, the you said the ice wall is destroyed. Yeah, the ice wall is destroyed. Okay. Um, so do me kind of describe all that in the mic, or do you want to describe that one? Um, you describe that in the mic. Okay. So as the yellow zombies spread out across the constructs, uh, first they start by striking the constructs on either side of their line, and they do some damage, uh, taking out some of the constructs in there. But still there are some left. Uh, next they focus in on the Avery clone that had come in earlier, and they do manage to take her out. And the remaining zombies surrounding the ice wall uh, kind of rip into that as well and end up kind of tearing it apart. And Genevieve is going to stay back. Uh, once she's done commanding her forces, she's going to hold her attack action in case anything gets too close to her. Um, and that's going to be it for her. Episode 96, Assaults on the Kingdom of Gods, will continue in part two.